Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the We Are Woke podcast. I'm Demetrius Brooks. And I'm Andre Brooks. And first off, we just want to thank y'all for tuning in last week. Like we said before, we're just trying to put a podcast out there for the Midwest just to give people something to, to talk about and look forward to every week. We plan on doing this most likely Monday or Tuesday of the week. So be looking forward to that. So first off, we just want to start with the the quote of the day. And the quote of the day is, what others have to say about you is not your business. What, what does that mean to you, Dre? I mean, I feel like uh, you said, what what are others have to say about you that's not your business? I feel like if it's said behind your back and not to your face, it shouldn't matter. Because it's negative energy that those people, when they speak behind your back, it just means that they just giving off bad vibes or something they wouldn't tell you to your face. So I feel like you shouldn't take your positive energy and make it negative like how they making it and be on the same like level as them. Right. Okay. I feel you on that. And I'm, I'm pretty much with you on that. Um, I've always been a person I could care less what somebody say about me. And that's the way you got to care yourself in life because it's your life to live. You should care less what anybody else should say about you because it doesn't mean anything to you at the end of the day, you know? Yeah, and I feel like certain people that talk behind your back, I feel like it be close people to you, but sometimes them close people, they could could affect your life on just doing a lot of stuff behind your back. Most definitely. So let's let's start off with some uh, bars of the day. What you got for us today? Well, the bars of the day I got... Uh, it come from Young Thug on a song called Tokyo. It's like a rock star song or whatever. He went rock star on him. But I feel like uh, the bars of the day, I came up with so many people judge me, but would they follow me to the grave? How you how, how you feel about that one? Wait, say that again. So many people judge me, but would you follow me to the? But would they follow me to the grave? Um, damn. I don't, yeah, I don't think nobody gonna follow you to the grave. Shit, <laughs> you can, you gonna die on your own. So of course people gonna judge you, but I just feel like I said that just goes back to the quote of the day. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, too. it goes back to the quote of the day. Who who gives a damn what somebody else got to say about you? Like once you die, you leaving. You gonna be in that casket by yourself. Nobody could jump in there with you. So whatever they talking about, it means nothing. And that's the thing of me. Like, I I don't care. People could talk down on me, say this, say that. You feel me? But I'm going to always be Dre. You feel me? I'm always going to be Andre. So I feel like people could judge you. They could perceive you however they want. That's how they view you. You feel me? Mm -hmm. But you know you as a person. So, And then, like I said, uh, but would they follow me to the grave? That's just speaking like... You didn't come into this world with me, so all that that you talking or you judging me, it really don't matter to me. You feel me? It probably matters to others and how they want to perceive me or whatever, but to me, it, it shouldn't matter because I didn't come in this world with them, and I'm not going to leave with them. So that's how I feel about the quote of the day, with the bars of the day. Okay, okay. So let's let's get into a little news, man. We talked about this yesterday. <clears throat> You had this Popeye's chicken yet, man? Yeah, I been had that shit before it I, I would. before it had what, went what out. you put it out out of ten? Man, that shit trash, man. I just feel like I feel like it's just something like just a 
just to block what's really going on, like, in the news and shit like that. Like, when man, the government be putting a lot of funny shit in us. Like I said, this is why we need podcasters like this, so we can speak on stuff that wake people up. Because a lot of shit, like, I feel like it'd be a lot of stuff that's going on in real life, but little moves like this. It it takes us off a whole, like, as a whole, like, you feel me, universal thinking, like, mm-hmm. everybody in the whole world. It, it it makes us think, like, damn, look at this this chicken sandwich is this. We got to have this. We got, you feel right. me? Like, you pull up to a fucking Popeye's right now, you're going to see a car full, you feel me, all out to the street and shit. Because we thinking like that. You feel like me? Everybody want it. On the chicken sandwich. But, yeah, I had to. I had it before they had went out this last time. So you had it the that first shit time was, around. To, yeah, to me, it was just a big-ass piece of chicken with, like, some Wendy's sauce, some sauce on it. Some sauce, some sauce. G- real talk. It's but it was, it, it's good. You feel me? Like, on the chicken sandwich. But I just feel like people are just putting too much on it, man, and just making this, like, a, a whole fucking thing that is just taking from what's really going on in this world. And we'll, we'll figure it out, though. Mm-hmm. So, did I, so like I said, we spoke about this yesterday. So, to let y'all know, I'm not sure if y'all been tuning into news. The sandwich came back out uh, Monday, I want to say. On Tuesday, it was a young man in Virginia. Yeah, down in VA. He went into Popeye's, went to make an order. He cut the line. Him and the other guy get to arguing. The dude was 28 years old, young black dude. Yeah. They get to arguing. They they take it outside. They outside arguing for fifteen minutes. Next thing you know, that man got stabbed to death. So motherfucker over thought, a Popeye's chicken sandwich. So motherfucker sandwich. thought they was gonna go outside and scuff over a fucking chicken sandwich. Over a sandwich, got, man. And got stabbed the fuck up, man. And That's got turned to chopped liver, man. Like R.P. to that young man. But damn, like how ignorant can we be to be stabbing each other over a fucking. Popeye's chicken sandwich. And the crazy thing about it, I ain't even tried it yet. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, like I said, it's cool, but I just feel it's overrated. But, uh, yeah, that's that. That's really, like, like I said, man, I just feel like this is something just taking us off of what's really happening in real life, man. Like, government-wise, because the government can pull stunts and do this and tell you this is what's going on, and we're going to follow it because, you feel me, it's a universal thinking. Mm-hmm. But, um... Uh, yeah, I know we ain't touched up on... We got a new segment, and it's like uh, based on true stories. So mm-hmm. I ain't have a true story this weekend. I mean, for the, for this week, but uh, you, you you got a uh, true story like you want to talk about? or? Uh, let's see. Where can we talk about? So... How but, about... But how about like... Uh, Boot camp. Like, I ain't never, you never really spoke on that experience Man, too I, much. I done told you all type of shit about Yeah, but I'm camp. saying, like, the 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 first night, I, I want to just see, like, oh, they, I, I want you to explain to the, the listeners, like, because some of it I heard, and I just want to, you know, like, when people join the military and the service, mm-hmm. they're not too for sure of what they're getting themselves into. So mm-hmm. I want you to walk them through of what, what really happens or your experience of it. So my experience... It it was a it was a crazy event leading up to it. So I left home. I was nineteen. For those that didn't know, I went to the military when I was nineteen. Went to the Marines, and that was my first time actually being out of Danville for longer than like a week. So I'm going I'm going to San Diego for three months. First time flying everything. So 
Anyways, this this day it was it was crazy because we get to the airport. Just fast forward, and we get to the airport. I'm in San Diego. I got sweatpants on. They said not to wear sweatpants. Me being from Danville, ignorant, I'm still wearing sweatpants. I get there with sweatpants on. It's like 50 of us in the airport. A drill instructor. This is my first time seeing a drill instructor besides like on TV and shit. The drill instructor walks into the, I think we were in the USO, and we all sitting there talking, and he just come in and say, everybody get the fuck outside. So I'm looking around like, damn, like, who the fuck is he talking to? And it was like, but everybody else jumped up. So I fall in line. We get outside. They tell us to get on the bus. We get on the bus. And he pretty much just get to chewing us out. We sitting on the bus. He telling us, you put your hands on your kneecaps. You look down. You don't speak. You don't look up until the fucking bus stop. Now, the only person that ever cussed me out like this before in life has been... Mama and grandma. These only two, and it's two women that been cussing me out. It's right. never been a man like Pop. He ain't never been the type that cusses us out. We ain't, we ain't have no old heads growing up cussing us out and shit. Right. So it caught me off guard. I'm like, damn, like this dude really spazzing on us. Anyways, we we get on the bus. I said we riding on the bus. Everybody got our head down. I'm just thinking like, damn, this seems like a nightmare. We can't even look up. Like I'm scared to even look up. Like the peep out the window. I don't know where the fuck we at. We, we pull up to our little final destination and go inside this little room. Now, earlier that day, earlier that morning, Mama gave me probably like $50 and told me, hey, uh, make sure that you buy you some food and stuff while you're out there. Grab some food while you're at the airport and all this stuff. So I'm like, yeah, I, I'll do that, Mama. Appreciate that. So we get the... We get in there, they give us this little bag, tell us to put our clothes in there, take empty our pockets out. If you got anything on, you put all of it in the bag. So we walk around empty, empty pocket. So I look in there, I got the $50 in there. I put the $50 in my pocket. They tell us to fall in line again. So once everything in the bag, everybody get in line. So I'm I'm nervous. I'm just throwing all type of shit and I'm dropping shit. Running back, picking stuff up. Well, I fucked around and dropped the shirt, and it was still on the ground. So while we doing this, you it's 50 people, about 50 of us standing there, and you got five or six drill instructors just sitting there cussing you out while you're doing it. So like I said, we don't know what the hell is going on. I just running the fuck around. Trying. Running around. <laughs> and nigga, I'm, I'm talking about like I had one shirt on the ground. I had to run back and pick it up. And it was just me. Right. So everybody else standing in line, I'm like, oh, shit. I, I'll say, fuck it. I'm going to leave that shirt there. I'll stay in the line. Who the fuck shirt is this? I look over. I see his mind. I just take off instantly. Take off running. Grab the shirt. Jump back in line like he wasn't even talking to me. Right. He said, who the fuck are you? I was like, my name is Demetrius. He said, who the fuck are you? Demetrius. He's like, look, bitch, your name is Brooks now. What the fuck? Like, who, who is this man talking to? Anyways, this dude like so this 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 big ass black dude, big ass drill instructor, he on my ass for the next twenty minutes. Finally, the last straw with this dude, he see the little fifty dollars I had. He take the fifty dollars out and start ripping that shit up in my face. Fifty dollars, I ain't even get to use that shit. Damn. So pretty much that that first night was, the first night was kind of fucked up, man. Like I said, he was on my ass, and it was probably like. 
one of the worst nights in boot camp. Just on top of that being the first night, like it was it was really crazy, man. So yeah. The the military not for everybody, man. Shit, most people don't even make it out that first week. So that's that's really all I got for that, man. I don't want to get too much into the to that story because it's like well, it's yeah, so that, much more. So yeah, I want to be. It seemed like it's a that shit was a lot. Yeah, I, w- I want to be able to break it down in other segments and stuff like that. But yeah, that was the first night in boot camp. So if you ever plan on going to the survey and stuff, y'all make sure y'all do your homework before y'all sign that paper. Uh, what what else can we get into? Did y'all we watched some football this week? You watching any football games? No, I think I uh did I watch? I I, I think I just uh caught a few uh a few highlights. Okay, I didn't really watch watch the games. Uh, yeah, so I I would say the f- first thing about football this week was pretty much. The Titans losing, man. It was just, it was just a bad game, man. We played the Panthers and McCaffrey from the Panthers, the running back. He might be the f- fastest white dude I ever seen, man. And he scored three times. One of the touchdowns was up the middle for like fifty yards, like untouched. Yeah. Wasn't nobody even close to this dude. So I, I, I feel like we back on, we back on our bike, man. Going backwards again. We lost. Malcolm Butler for the year, so now we short at corners, and the team just not clicking how it's supposed to. They we was doing good those last two games. We got away with some big wins, but it feel like we starting to slip again, man. Right. A few other games I I got to catch. I caught the Bears. Hell, I don't remember who the Bears was. No, they was playing the the Eagles, and they had twenty four yards total. For the first half, the second half they they try to come back, but man, it's like Mitch Tra- whatever Trabers Trabersky, the quarterback he he's pretty ass man he's he's not that good and the Bears they had a long history of not having good quarterbacks, so I don't see, the Bears ain't looking like they were last year. Their defense was holding it down, but this year they ain't been doing too good. Also, I caught some of the Colts game. I seen that Jacoby Brissett got injured. I want to say he strained his MCL, so it's possible he might be out a couple of. He might be out a couple of weeks, so that can that that's gonna lead to either the Houston or Colts like stepping up big during this time. The Titans need to see it as a sign, like we need to go ahead and get back in that game. But see, man, we gonna see how that turn out. And then the last game of the day was the Ravens and the Pats. Did you catch it in that? Lamar Jackson? Nah. That motherfucker's like Vic, man. Oh, like, yeah. Yes, yeah. I did. Yes, I did. He's like Because they basically Duffy. kept doing like a quarterback option shit and he was taking off. Out, yeah, they was running out the pistol. Yeah, he I, he do remind me of like Vic. Like when he did was you see in Atlanta, speed? like that motherfucker. Yeah, that motherfucker dog. Like, And then it's just like. You know most how football teams is, like just the NFL, mm-hmm. they used to schemes and shit like that. This nigga doing his own big shit. That's that's he what really was fucking their ass up, you feel me? And Did you they know, win? Yeah, the Ravens yeah, won. Yeah, yeah. They they Patriots was undefeated. Yeah, I know, and that's why I'm thinking I'm like, it's gonna take a team that's that that throw them off like that to beat the fuck out of them. Yeah, and they they beat this 
they beat the hell out them boys, man. And it was like, it looked bad. And then Brady is definitely look. I think Brady 40 or 42. 40 or 40. I, I think he's 40. But he was looking, he been looking 40 this year, man. But the defense been carrying him. But Lamar and the rest of the, like, shout out to the Ravens. Like, they showed their ass on both sides of the field against the Patriots, the undefeated Patriots. So, what what you got for as far as Super Bowl predictions? Uh, I, I think the put uh the Patriots. I you think, still think they gonna pull it off? Yeah, I feel they'll they'll win it, man. What about? I feel like Brady just gonna add uh he who, gonna add more to that to to them rings and just more to the team. Who who you think they gonna play? Uh, I ain't even too for sure, man. Let me see. Uh, uh, Seattle's pretty good. The Saints pretty good over there. NFC. Was it Seahawks? What's the, the Seahawks still record? Good. Seahawks are seven and two, maybe seven and one, eight yeah. and one. I mean, they might. I mean, if they keep, if they keep that shit up for yeah. the next few games, I, I believe that they'll go to. Yeah, they, to. it should. They should be pretty legit, man. So we gonna we gonna definitely see how that work out. I, I'm trying to. I'm not sure who the hell I'm thinking. Who would make it in the NFC? I'm gonna say the Seahawks possibly, man. They they went out. Uh, Josh Gordon got released from the Patriots, and Seattle picked him up, so he'll be playing next week. So mm-hmm. Josh Gordon been he's he's been okay, but it depends on like, when you play with the Patriots. Like if they have a Pacific game plan, game plan, like if they want to run the ball, that's what they're gonna do. So Josh Gordon didn't get to do what he wanted to do right there, but Seattle. Does the same thing. They like to pound the ball, but also with Russell being so mobile, with the tension being on him, that gets his receivers wide the hell open. So I look forward. I, I think Josh Gordon's gonna be all right there, and maybe this can this this could be his home for a couple of years, man. To see how he finished the year off. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? You want to get into some basketball, man? Yeah, I've been watching. Man, I uh, watched that game last night. That shit was crazy. Like, the, them motherfuckers, the Bulls and the Lakers. The Bulls and Lakers. The Lakers, man. man, them motherfuckers fell short. Like, I think it was before the half. Mm-hmm. Almost down there by 20 points. This yeah. motherfucker, LeBron, them, then turned that shit up after that. Like, yeah. that shit was crazy just to watch them come back and just watch how... Motherfuckers get scared of LeBron in a way. Like, I ain't trying to say it like that, but they get intimidated when he's too when they beautiful. know he's playing more aggressive than he was just playing. Like They used to have been like a nice they, guy. Yeah, I feel like they could have beat the Lakers last night. They had a team. But I feel like they, they gave up, and they start playing into LeBron them game. And they was trying to really just run and gun and score quick points and come back. But they was trying to run and gun and do the same shit and run that shit up. But... What they was doing, they wasn't taking enough time and doing their plays and making plays. Yeah, and that was it, – it was a crazy game. I, LeBron ended with a, another triple-double. That's three games in a row he got triple-doubles. So, yeah, he had 30, 10, and 10. Davis came through at the end. But to me, the biggest part of the game last night, the big, the big – thing that happened was the bench to show out. They dropped 24 straight points mm-hmm. off the bench. And it was Kuzma. No, Kuzma. <laughs> and who else was it? Cook and Dwight Howard. All three. Of the, oh, and uh, Caruso. 
All four of them dudes, they all put it together, man, and they dropped 24 points straight. And it, it took them out the element. After that, once once they got the lead back, LeBron and AD started doing all the work. So that's the way I feel like that's the way that the Lakers need to play. Like you can't they can't rely too heavy on LeBron every game. And they can't rely too heavy on Davis. Like the rest of the pieces have to, to work. And like look at look back in history. And when you talk about the greats, when you talk about like the Jordans, the Kobe's and shit like that. It wasn't just them out there. They had to have the team that do something. Like with MJ, he, he had all those little pieces that showed up when they needed to. And that's I feel like that's what LeBron is going to need to make some things happen here. You feel me? Yeah. But um, let's, let's take a quick break real quick so we get in one of our sponsors. And we're going to get right back into it. Okay, so let's get into a couple other teams that's been doing okay so far this season. Let's see, um, the Rockets, they, Westbrook and Harden, they not looking as good as I thought they would, but at the it's still early in the season. I want to say Westbrook had two triple-doubles so far this season. Um uh, Harden has been shooting the three-pointer a little too damn much, if you ask me. One game, he went two for 16. Like, that shit is unbelievable to be shooting that many damn three. That's like 2K shit. Yeah, I feel like they just need to get back in tune with each other how they was. Okay, see, yeah. Uh, Clippers, they've been doing all right. I want to say they're in second place in the – they're in second place. They play Milwaukee tonight. But they've been doing this without – uh no, Leonard's not playing tonight. So that's Leonard awesome. all PG not playing tonight. Yeah, that's awesome. So they that's might awesome. they might get they might get shredded tonight, man, because I know Greek Free coming to play. Uh Boston. Now Boston has been looking good. Kimba Walker has he fits right in with them. I feel like he's a better team player. He's a better leader compared to how Kyrie was with him. I feel like Kyrie just feel like this is my team, y'all gonna do what the fuck I say. Kimba wants to be a team. Um, so they've been looking pretty good. Uh, Gordon Hayward dropped 39 last night. He tied his career high. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, I didn't I ain't see that coming at all. My man's got a comb over looking like a substitute teacher out there balling on these motherfuckers, <laughs> man. Who else we have? The Nets, like, yeah, with Kyrie, they they like three and four, right? Yeah, they three and four right now. But it's just Kyrie pretty much. I mean, they 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 look okay, but when KD get back, it's gonna be a problem. That's like an extra 30, 40 points with with Kyrie, man. So, but I don't, man. You don't man, how you think they gonna man, do? Man, man. Like certain injuries, man. I just feel like certain injuries, you just can't come back and just be dropping shit like that. You don't think? I he know will? it's KD, but I don't believe he gonna be dropping them thirties and. But I, shit like that right off top. No, no, he'll not not get back in tune with the shit. Yeah, he gonna have to. Yeah, but I, man, like I said, just, I feel like it's certain. And then just how people, you know how people is, man. It's, it's the, all about debating with basketball. But I just feel like people look more at like, damn, this KD, he gonna do this, he gonna mm-hmm. no. But in reality, you gotta look like, man, this nigga just got hurt. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And got back in the game and hurt himself again on some tweet ball shit. Right. And that injury, that's a, a, some shit to come back from. Like you gotta, you gotta work as twice as hard to come back from that shit. Hell and yeah, then to just to come back and just drop shit like how you normally, you want it's gonna take a lot of just 
him getting it back together, like I said, and then you got to still have that chemistry with your team, and you feel me? You got to, it's a lot of shit you got to do. It just ain't just coming back and just balling and just think you're going to drop that real KD shit. Mm-hmm. So who you who you got for that? What what's your prediction right now for the NBA Finals? Uh, I I, I, I feel like the Lakers. I feel like the Lakers will make it. Okay, versus. I like, yeah, uh, I mean, if the Boston keep it going, how they going? You know, what about Milwaukee? I don't know, man. I feel like they're a young team too, but oh no, it, it's kind of tough, man. I'm. A, I, I don't even feel I feel like the Lakers to make it to the second round cuz that's the squad. But I feel like they like right last night it was great to see them come back, but then you had to look at it it was the Chicago Bulls. They ain't been to the playoffs for so man, they're not a playoff team. They're a very young team, but they need a leader. They don't have a leader. They have nobody has identified them as a leader on that squad. Levine is just a high flyer. Dunn has been pretty good. The rest of the young boys been good. But I feel like the most complete team in the West right now is the Clippers. And that's when PG get back. With Leonard, Beverly, and PG, top top 10 defenders in the league, all three of them on the same team, that shit about to be crazy, man. But, um, I mean, I'm hoping the best for the Lakers. But right now, I feel like we just we might just make it to the second round. But if Rockets play the way that they starting out playing, if they play like that for the rest of the year – we we can most likely can be playing in the finals. Like I say I I feel like it's going through Clippers right now. So yeah, man. Uh, who who else we had? What we had over the weekend? Canelo fought Crusher. Canelo went up two weight classes to fight Crusher at one seventy seventy five, one seventy five maybe. Now, if y'all don't know who Crusher is, he fought Andre Ward twice. The first time he said it was a low blow. The second time he got his he got his block knocked off. This time versus Canelo, Canelo put his ass to sleep in the eleventh round. Like my man took a knee in the corner, like he was knocked the fuck out. So now Ward, I want to say Ward got on Twitter and said, I guess like I gotta be the one to beat Canelo again because you know the only person he lost to was Mayweather. Right. So since then, like nobody's been fucking with Canelo, even though he had a couple of fights. Like, who was that he fought? Uh, Triple G. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Triple G. That shit was close. Doom Triple was some G, close I feel fights. Like that nigga lost that shit, man. Both. You, you think the, both times? Like the the first lost. time I feel like he lost. The second time, Triple G lost that fight. Yeah. But that first yeah, time. Yeah, that's what it was. That first yeah. time, that nigga lost, man. I yeah. just feel like, like I said, the boxing. And then that'd be another thing, man. It'd be, it's not like the like the old days, like when Tyson. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker, man, they had him fighting anybody and everybody. Whoever wanted to just, step up. Because he was so much of a, trying to show like, man, I'm a be- I'm the best boxer. I'm finna knock my punch through motherfucking heads. But certain people now, they promoters and shit and. Like trainers and shit, they be fucking protecting these fighters and shit. Yeah. And they and they career when it's like they didn't that I feel like they didn't fail into the Floyd shit. Like they hate on Floyd because he did it the scientific way of dodging motherfuckers and getting this shit off and winning like that. And then but not, now he, he really not, said it true. Yeah, not putting a tear and wear on his goddamn body. Mm-hmm. And now these people, they done bashed him for that shit. But it's a lot of good fighters that do that shit now. And they right. getting protected by 
You feel me? By the trainers and yeah. promoters and shit. That shit when, man, real. I, I just feel like, just like, that's why I respect De- Deontay, because that motherfucker, he'll fight anybody. Yeah, he's fighting And anybody. he'll fight anybody for his belt. Mm-hmm. He ain't holding back. He ain't nothing. He want to show motherfuckers that he's the greatest heavyweight. But like I said, I feel with some people, they got damn, these promoters, man, they, they fucking, they protecting these fighters, man. That but shit I, I feel up. like with a lot of them, I feel like they just do that so they can get that big money fight. And right. that, and yeah, so, yeah, that that's money. that's pretty that's much that's that's all, that's all it is. But in this time, like, if you don't, you don't have the bodies to even be doing that, though. Like, right. Mayweather actually beat a couple of motherfuckers to be like, hey, well, he can hold out if he want to, but these motherfuckers not they not fighting nobody and still trying yeah, to hold up. Right it's like y'all got ten people lined up that you can fight, but you scared of all ten of them niggas? Come on, man. You fight number eleven or twelve, like fuck out of here with that. Yeah, that's great. Let, let's get into some UFC over the weekend too, man. It, it was it was some it's some legit fights. It was some decent fights. Johnny Walker, for one, man, people gotta stop calling out John uh, Bones Jones. Stop fucking calling out Bones Jones. Nobody in the UFC is beating Bones Jones. Hold on, is the Johnny Walker dude the motherfucker that Dana said that uh he had to prove himself? Like he was crying and shit, the black dude? Prove uh He not. just won, right? No, he lost. Johnny Walker lost. It's some black dude that just called out said that he that he's waiting for John Jones. But Dana, he just dude just fought and won. I don't know. I forgot what his name was. Style Bender? No, it wasn't him. It's a whack dude, man, because Dana White snapped on him like, man. Corey Anderson? I think so, yeah. With the beard? That's the one that beat Johnny Walker. Yeah. Yeah. But he just called out John. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, yeah, now Corey Corey called him out. Yeah, you right. That nigga tweaked, though. And then, but I mean. He was crying? He won and shit. No, he was like basically saying like. He ready for John or man, whatever. Nobody's but, ready for John. But how Dana, Dana putting it like, nigga, you just been crying all this shit. You better win this motherfucking match. You worried about some whole shit. Mm-hmm. But when he proved it, once he won his match, you feel me? He went into the, I'm trying to chill, Dana. But I feel like, like you said, motherfuckers ain't fucking with all no, After I seen what he did to my boy DC, man, like that shit crushed me, man. Yeah, he be fucking shit up. Like, yeah, I, I nobody's like fucking with yeah, like, that nigga, he a dog. I feel like he would have still had that belt and still going retarded he, he if would, he didn't get bumped for that, that, that drug test and shit. Yeah. Like, if he didn't get bumped, he would have been fucking killing people's shit. Like, and I think it would have been more exciting to watch him more than... I don't know, man. I like DC in a way, but I just felt like he was a fat fucker just trying to... <laughs> you feel me? Smother and wrestle motherfuckers. But man, he but a wrestler, Johnny, though. He an NCAA yeah, No, he's an Olympic Jones, wrestler. Yeah, so but yeah, that's what they look fat, forward to. Fat ass, fat ass piece of shit just putting his belly on motherfuckers <laughs> and punching that shit out. Who was that? He did like that. He just like on some fat boy shit. Just he put did silver like just, that. I, just, just laid on him, just, just punched him up. Shit out. Like that's some, punch like, him down. That's some lame fat boy shit. But that's I mean, how. I that's mean, that's, that's how how the way to go wins. though, man. Yeah, some people you can't stand up and bang, but nobody wants to stand up and get knocked the fuck out on TV, and then that shit get uploaded. It. To YouTube and then your whole family. Nobody wants to see that. Man. And then he do like the shit. You know, like when fat bitches they put they uh they pants over <laughs> their stomach. Yeah. My man's had his his shorts over his stomach <laughs> like I said, fat boy shit. That the way yeah, and it be blue. It be blowing me, bro, cause he be like he be he be fucking motherfuckers up. He, man, that's the goat. Man, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. DC the goat, shit, man. man. <laughs> so with the BMF belt. Nate Diaz. What, what is that shit? Bad motherfucker. Baddest motherfucker. 
in this the welterweight. I want to say welter weight welterweight division. Nate called out Jorge for this matchup, and I'm not gonna lie, I was I was pulling for Nate, man, but he really got fucked up. And his biggest problem is his cuts, like. That's his biggest issue. Yeah. If once you punch him, he's gonna bleed automatic. And once you get the bleed, and then MMA, the first thing a motherfucker gonna say, oh, he lost. He he bleeding too much. Mm-hmm. Jorge caught him with an elbow right on top of his eyebrow. It if you saw the picture, it looked like his whole eyebrow gone. Like he caught him on yeah, top of I it. I seen that shit. But, but then, then he again, had one under his eye. But then that's how I was saying like that. Go back with the protection shit, but not really because. This nigga, man, I feel like they should have continued to fight and let him fight. Because that nigga, he'll he take a thousand punches. Yeah, he ain't you feel me? He not going to quit. But man, I, but then again, it was like, nah, he, he did lose. Because this nigga had a big ass cut over his shit looking like if his, if he get punched again, his whole it looked like that shit brow about to fall just going to fall over and that, his that's eyeball what, and shit. And that's what the doctor there for, man. So they have to stop that shit. Yeah, to me, I feel like it was a bad stop because... We've seen Nate Diaz look like that before and still come back and win the fight. And that's why I was saying they should have continued. Cause it, right. And it's it what like, It didn't look like the Nate that's beat up and just, oh, I need to, you feel me? But he was it getting his like ass with that did, fight, though. But it looked like he could have did something. Or, you feel me? One punch one punch can change anything and shit. That's how I feel. And to his defense, Nate Diaz is a late starter. That was, what was that, the third round? Fourth and fifth round is usually when he get to dominating people. So he could have, it was possible he still could have won that fight, man. But yeah, it, it was still a good fight. I think they said they're gonna run it back, but I don't think Dana wants to do that right now. So yeah. we, I, I look forward to seeing what they're gonna do next with that situation. Uh, what about Crown Jewel? That was the last, yeah, over Thursday of last week. We ain't get to talk about that. I know you don't really watch wrestling like that. So for y'all know, man, like when we was growing up, man, we used to go to my pops' crib and we used to watch wrestling every Monday. Like we was like diehard fans. And one day, I think we was about ten and twelve. Grandma sat us down and told us to watch NBC. It was the episode of how that fake rap. Man, that shit <laughs> fucked me up for life. Because, I mean, we knew it was fake, but we still watched it for entertainment. Right. And we were still young. But Grandma was hating on this. Like, she showed us, like, they got the mic under the ring every time they stump like and shit. Every time they punch. Man, shit. that shit fucked us up, man. But, like, me, I still, like, I still watch the pay-per-views and stuff like that. And with me being an MMA fan and a boxing fan, it's a lot of boxers and MMA fighters going to, UFC, going to WWE. Like they they making money off this shit. But look, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna hold you, bro. I don't think Grandma fucked it up for me. What fucked it up? I think it was that weak ass bunny that, that one bunny day. That, I, came I knew in it was. Hell, yeah. bro. I come in high as hell doing whatever I do. I come in high than a motherfucker. You was watching an episode. I see a bunny jumping around. I'm like, man, man what the fuck? That, that shit was stupid. I'm like, man, I know they do not have bunnies on motherfucking WWE. He did their ass mango. No, nah, he did a frog splash and won the match. Yeah, yeah he did a. My man did a frog splash like on some Eddie Guerrero shit. And then that's the thing. And like, won the match. Now, see if I if I was a real wrestler, bro. 
Shit like that, bro. I don't condone that type of shit because we're wrestlers. Fuck that bunny shit, nigga. You should be somewhere when Easter come and shit like that. Right. You feel me? Hopping around. So I would, oh, Easter bunny. I, if I was a real wrestler, I would have I beat his ass. He'd have been thinking like, damn, what's <laughs> we 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 supposed to be doing this? No, I'm we supposed to, I'm supposed to be beating your ass. Damn, you need to get the fuck out of WWE with that dumb ass fights shit, a man. bunny, man. My nah, man, fuck that, that, shit, that type of shit be. That'd be some cornball <laughs> shit to be, man. Y'all got a whole bunny jumping around this motherfucking shit. Like, kids ain't trying to see that shit. They trying to see motherfuckers get body slammed and all that. Definitely not no bunny, you feel me? <laughs> but shit. All right, so what? Here's a couple fights that stood out to me. For one, like I said, with boxing, Tyson Fury fought Braun Strowman. For y'all, any wrestling fans know, Braun Strowman is like the biggest dude in, the, in WWE. They got him flipping over... Semis, uh, cars, trucks, all type of shit. Punching through walls, throwing motherfuckers in the crowd, all type of shit. And he fights Tyson Fury, and guess who wins the fight? Tyson motherfucking Fury wins by knockout. I think Braun Braun was standing on the outside of the rope, about to get back in. Tyson hit him with a right, and he goes flying out, lost to a 10 count. The match overall was like a D minus. Like it, like you can tell Tyson Fury is not a wrestler. I don't know how long he's been training, but he doesn't look like a wrestler at all. Even his mic skills, like he's he's fucking corny, man. And I think he's doing all this to avoid Wilder. But at some point, you gotta face that smoke, man. And when you do, Wilder gonna take your head off like he did last time. So they gotta stop you. They they really gotta stop using Braun like that, man. That shit is corny. And what else did we have? We had Brock fought Cain Velasquez. Now they fought Brock. Oh, so he really got his revenge. He he, he got yeah, he got his revenge on this motherfucker. Now in the UFC Oh, I did see that shit. He was beating the fuck out of his back with that damn steel chair. That that was that was on SmackDown. That was leading up to No, no, that was. At the end of the match. Cause yeah, Raymond, okay. Was, and but yeah. how he was hitting him. That it looked shit like was it was real. real. Yeah, he no, was, that shit was real. You can bro. hear that bitch. Yeah, I'm saying, like, what other noise you gonna make? A chair noise. Yeah. You feel me? Like, I was hearing nothing but chair every time that yeah, bitch is back. He is smacking the shit out and of it. He's like, pain. damn, I'm about to beat. For that match that I lost to you in UFC, I'm, I'm, I'm about a, to beat your motherfucking back. You won't ever go back to UFC. Let's play with this wrestling shit. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Some rehearsed shit, and I could win like that, but. That shit crazy, man. Yeah, that's like I said. It was still corny though, cause he won by Kamora, and it's like, dude, how how you submit him on some fake shit? But in real life, this man really beat your ass. I wouldn't feel comfortable doing no fake shit with nobody right. no wrestling right after you know whoop my ass. I feel comfortable hitting him with a with a, a slick ass punch and knocking him out, and then that's that's what he did. And then he like he looked like he like three times bigger than him. His cane just like a big ass bobblehead out there, mm-hmm. man. He's He's really he's he's a nobody in yeah. WWE right now. That nigga was taking that punishment for beating for the beat shit out of in the UFC for that one. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, yeah, that back that motherfucker uh, chair was jumping off his back every time. For real. And then we had the the best part of the show for me was Bray Wyatt winning the belt for the second time. The first time he won the belt, dang, he didn't hold the belt for nothing but like maybe a month. But now with this new this new character he plays, the Fiend. They got him. It's like some old school Kane shit. Like back when Kane was under, like unstoppable mm-hmm. when he first came into WWE. That's what they got Bray on, and it's like 
he's like the new Undertaker of this era, and like I, I fuck with him. That's um IRS son. Yeah, I know. yeah. So, like I said, I, I fuck with Bray. I'm glad he got the strap. That's the one he used to wear the goat mask. Y'all, he used to come out with that shit on. So yeah, man, salute to Bray Wyatt finally getting that that belt back. But man, let's get into some power though. Let let's talk about power. This this last episode, it's been a lot of different views. I've been seeing a lot of Facebook posts and shit like that. And a lot of people are saying, like, the episode was dumb. Like, to me, I think, I mean, it was cool. It just showed, like, ghosts. That nigga talked to, like, 10 ghosts on that show that day. He he talked to all these niggas. I think he talked to Angie. He talked to his daughter. He talked, I could have swear he talked about four or five dead people. Yeah, he did. And um, with that... How how did it end? The nigga got shot. He was at the club, I think. I think he was at the club. Or yeah, one or he two. was at, his, at the club. And then his ass got shot. Yeah, he was up top. And, yeah, and it's like basically like who shot who shot Ghost. Mm. So who you think it, it shot? dropped some names though, didn't it? I don't think yeah, so. It did. It did. It dropped names. It was like it said like it was probably like a, a, a few people, but I don't think they ever dropped Tyreek name. That's why I think did that shit. And that's why. And I then think. that's why I'm like, cause how how it how it ended. I just feel like Tyreek and his mama trying to take over because I feel like Ghost trying to uh, take Tasha down for what he feel like they in a way, well, she's in a way because he don't really know that. He just think that Tyreek uh, selling drugs or whatever. No, he knows that she's, he's selling drugs now. She, she know, they already had that conversation, remember? Right, right. Like, Earl, that was the episode before. He was, yeah, he know. pretty much. And that's when he put the gun to his head. Yeah, yeah, all that shit. And then that's why I feel like, as a father, why the fuck would you put it? I mean, you I could, scared that yeah, I could feel like certain shit like that, but and you think you I feel like Tyreek, like man, okay, and and he already told him, nigga, ghost, you already then lost me. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And then you calling this nigga ghost? This ain't even, you ain't even no respect. Like this your pop, this ain't your pop, none of that shit. Like nothing. You said, man, ghost. So I feel like that nigga. And then who else is gonna get in close wherever, uh, wherever to his crib and shit? You feel me? It's who a cu- it's a couple. It's the club, so it's a couple people. So, for like we can eliminate the the detective because she was just bringing paperwork, but Sax, that's the the white guy that they fired. But then you can't you can't exclude nobody because it's like a mystery. You feel me? Right. Then they, they so, so you thinking it's Tyreek? Because yeah. that's what I think it yeah, is too. I feel, I, I feel like Tyreek. Yeah, I feel like it's Tyreek, and he's doing it because they just made the agreement. He said, I, "I'm you about to go down for me. You you about to go do this time for us." But it's like, damn, you you throwing your son at you. What what happened if they get that little? How old is Tyreek? He's, he's in, high in high school. Yeah, so I don't. I mean, I don't, I'm pretty sure. I don't, ain't no telling. I don't think they gonna get. They can give him life or anything. But the way he looking at, it, like, man, fuck you, dude. You was about to take me down. I, I'm not fucking with you, ghost. I'm not going down for you. So then, boom, shoot his ass. So that makes sense. But I don't feel like he's going to die. Right. Like this, I don't I feel, feel like that's like the way gonna, the show it's gonna, gonna be. A turn. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be some some crazy shit that go on. What what um. So yeah, I I think that's what we're gonna expect. I want to say they got five more episodes, but they gonna let us wait for a little bit. 
Because they got, like I said, they got to figure it out, man. It, it just seemed like it's all over the place at the end of that episode. So, um, let, let's get... We should get, get into some music or some shit. Because I think we didn't hit every topic but music. And we ain't, we ain't talk about music last time either. No, I don't think so. Let, let's get into some music. What's up? So, uh, what, what, no, what you been listening to? What, uh, what have I been listening to? I've been listening to... Like, I don't, I'll be at work I know in the morning, you be listening man. to Wale and them goofy ass and shit. See, now you on bullshit, man. I ain't listening to Wale for a minute. Besides the song that be on the radio, like, every five minutes. Matter of fact, what's your top five? Before we get into... My top that. five would be... Dead just, or Alive. Dead or Alive. And then just tell me, like, every, like, when you, when you send them, just tell me every... Like what? Why? why? Yeah, why? Okay. Just tell me why. So I, I would say you know I'm a, I'm a big Jay Z fan. So Jay is number one to me because he's been doing this for the longest. He got thirteen album about thirteen albums, and majority of them, a high percentage of his albums are like great that I can go back and listen to anytime. It's probably Kingdom Come had like two or three songs on there. Besides Kingdom Come, all the rest of the albums I fuck with from Jay. Like, every album. Like, I can listen through the whole tape. So, I would probably put Jay in number one. And look at him. Look what he do from a business standpoint. Like, look at all the all the shit he did. Like, all the endorsements and all that type of shit. The clothing lines, everything. He's on the Forbes list. Top dude, man. One of the richest dude. Richest black men in the world. Second... Second always a toss up to me. It's always between that second and third spot be between B and Pop because we grew up on pop. You feel me? We grew up on pop and R and B music for the most part. I really wasn't fucking with rap as a kid like that, but I started listening to Biggie when I knew they was beefing and shit, and I fucked with both of their music. So it's a toss up between two and three, and then it's a toss up with four and five for me too. No disrespect to like the greats like Nas and stuff like that, but. What Meek and Drake been doing over these last 10 years have, like, they've shown that, like, they deserve to be in at least the top 10. But I got I got Meek and Drake in my four and five. So, who is that? Jay, Biggie, Pac, Meek and Drake. Them, them my top five. Yeah, my really top man. five is uh, Tupac because he made music that, that touch you. You feel me? Or shit that you can relate to. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, it's everyday shit that people go through. He talk about that shit, period. Like, it's a song. Like, it's just songs. My top five, I, I say it's my top five because I could feel any type of way and I could put on these top five people and I'll be cool. You feel me? Like, I could vibe out to the shit or just, you feel me, relate to it or it sound like they fucking talking to me. You feel mm-hmm. me? Or just talking about a situation I've been through. But I say Pac, uh, Starlito. He always got music like good conscious music to make yeah, you I fuck with thinking shit. Uh, Meek Mill, mm-hmm. I ain't never heard a whack song by him. And just I feel no, like he the, got that. What is that dude? Him and that dude, Gucci. No, nah, I feel like that one dude that he let on the album. Uh, Brrr, yeah, that he dude, that shit that trash. That song was garbage as fuck. And he do that on every song. I heard another song with him the other day. But I feel like I don't even uh, think he be saying shit. Meek man, from him just transitioning and be a street cat and how what he doing now with the nappy braids? Yeah, like I'm talking about now. He didn't came a far long way from being on probation for ten years 
getting locked up and getting back out, like on some activist type shit. But he still like he get like he using his voice and platform for to give like keep motherfuckers woke for real, like mm-hmm. for real. Uh, Gunner, I feel like he gonna be around for a minute, man. I feel like, and that's why I say Gunner because he done made a whole genre of music basically like the drip shit mm-hmm. i feel that that drip shit belongs to him and little baby i feel like he gonna be around he got a sound that don't nobody got he got a whole wave that don't nobody got then my last one i'll say uh, money man he got the own he got his own style and you can't copy it you feel me i like people like that that you can't copy and i never heard a wax song by him like and he put you in that 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 mode, like if you want to turn up, if you want to trap, if you want to, you feel me? You say money, Everything. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, hell yeah. I fuck with money, man. But uh, yeah, them that's my top five, and like right now, I feel like Atlanta running running the rap game. You feel me? Like QC, they got Baby, Yachty, the Migos, uh, Marlo. Yeah, I heard a lot him of from Marlo for a minute, man. though. Like, I've been seeing uh, collision. Him. I've been seeing him a couple of videos. He ain't got no new shit out. Oh, Marlo. No, Marlo. Yeah. No, I don't think he had no new shit since uh, him and uh, Megan Stallion and yeah, him Megan Stallion and Yellow Beezy, I think. Yeah, I don't f- but that was a summertime trash. type shit. And uh, I've been listening to uh, like some Detroit rappers and shit, like T uh, TJX6 and. Uh, Cash Kwan, Peasy, Babyface Ray. I fuck Baby with Babyface Ray. Ray. He, yeah, he cold. He, he, he got, got some, some shit, man. man. He just random. Yeah, he. I like that Detroit shit because some of them rap off beat or they rap to old samples and be going retarded. Peasy from Detroit? Yeah, he from oh, Detroit. Yeah, okay, I fuck with Peasy. Motherfuckers get mixed up with uh, T Grizzly because they sound on like a little bit. They do it. Uh, I mean, the music. first time I heard him, they sound just like, but now they, you can tell the, I can tell the difference with them. Yeah, on the music. So, uh, let me... I'm going to just come up with some random shit right now. Uh, if you was to be a rapper and you wanted your song to blow up and you'd like to be a superstar, you feel me? Who would you do that song with? Like, yeah. right now, in right now time. And who do you feel like you oh, can like blow right up? Oh, like, right now? Yeah, like, who do you feel like you can blow up with? Hmm... Or you could, and you could, uh, like, take, like, an old rapper, like, like a sample or some shit, like, redo their song. Who you think that you could do the song with or and blow up, you feel me? Damn, that's a tough one. Uh, you said right now, though, so it can't be Jay-Z, because he, I mean, he's not active like that right now. I mean, it can, but it'll have to be, like, one of his songs that, like, you most mean, like recent redid shit? it. Like, you have to redo the shit oh, with him. Damn. Even you can go back to Tupac and uh, redo, uh, you feel me? Anything. Yeah, like, shit. yeah, like, but what you think, but you got to think, like, again, this song is going to make you hot. Matter of fact. Make you an artist, like, a rapper. I'll probably do it with Ross, man. I, I just like the, I, I like Ross flow, man. Like, he always got that smooth shit. And I know right. if I was to do a song with him, he going to let me ride up in the Maybach. So if I could, so really, if I, you just want to ride, motherfucker, Maybach. Yeah, I just want to ride up in the car, just sit back and do some 
No, I'm saying this song is gonna get you worldwide known, a hit. Yeah, I'm, I'm across going across the globe. Yeah, and I'm gonna just wanna ride in the fucking Maybach. No, no, I want I want to do my song in the Maybach. Oh, I want to. Yeah, I, I, feel, I, I, like I said, I, I here again. I, I think I'll go with Gunner because everybody that's on this shit is getting some type of. You feel me? People are starting looking at these people that he's doing songs with, and he's just the hottest thing right now. Shit. Sure. Yeah, I would say that. So yeah, I I'll definitely go with Ross, man. I have to go with Ross, cause and he just dropped that uh Port of Miami too, right? Yeah, right. I ain't. I and don't he got think the, I and, it oh wait a minute, Tom, the nigga got the meat coats too. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go through the wardrobe. Damn. I'm gonna ride up in the whip. We gonna gas good. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking with Ross, man. I ride with Ross. Yeah, you missed my whole question. You talking? <laughs> man, I'm I'm talking about the I'm. If I'm if I'm gonna do a song with somebody to blow up, I'm gonna be in the damn video. Hey Ross, let's do this video. I ain't got the money right now. I don't have the cars. I don't have the right. clothes. Just let's let's do the video. Let me borrow some of this shit. You done lost some weight. I lost some weight. Let me borrow some of this shit, man. And we on. Right. I feel you. So hell yeah, yeah. That's all I have for the uh, music. For the music, really. Yeah, that's pretty much it, man. I, I think we covered a lot of topics. We hit a lot of spots we wanted to today. Again, we just want to thank everybody for tuning in to the We Are Woke podcast. We we plan we'll be doing this every week, like we said before. We two brothers from Danville, Illinois, just trying to do something positive. Give give the Midwest a voice again. Like I said we don't. I don't hear many podcasts. The podcasts I listen to. Most of them based out of New York and Philly and stuff like that. So we just trying to do some, just give y'all a little weekly update, man. A little look into our life about shit that we done been through. We got some crazy ass stories. We're gonna have some crazy stories for y'all every week. We ain't, ain't gonna be no name dropping nothing like that, but shit, everybody know who it is. You you would know who it is once you hear the situation and all that type of shit. And if I do name drop drop, it's because I fuck with the person. If it ain't, it's because I don't fuck with them, you feel me? So shit, you had anything else, man? No, this is nothing but positive energy on this podcast. We okay. don't want to do no negative. Or no fuck shit. If we even if we have guests on the show, we ain't we don't have time to be asking them no questions bullshit. like negative unless they cool with it. You feel me? But for the most part, we are woke podcast. I'm Andre Brooks. Yep, and I'm Demetrius Brooks. And we'll just see you next week. Y'all enjoy y'all day.